and welcome to Chamber of Chills. I'm Adam Ragsdale. And I'm Cameron Long. And this is our first Hot Takes Hallway episode. <laughs> we also haven't ever recorded a video of us, so it's kind of weird to have this in front <laughs> of me. We both did finger guns. I know, at nice. our respective videos. <laughs> we have two cameras set up. Yep. And by two cameras, two phones. There are yep. phones. So, um, yeah, I didn't plan an introduction. We're just going to dive right in. These Hot Takes Hallway episodes are just to be fun. You know, yeah. it's, to, it's to talk through your guys' hot takes, to comment on them, yep. reflect on some of our own hot takes, because who doesn't like a spicy hot take? It sparks a lot of conversation. Just to talk about how wrong you all just are. Just to talk about how wrong you guys are <laughs> and how right we are. Um, Always. No. Some of these, cam- well, to preface, Cameron yeah. does not know. Dude, I'm raw dog. <laughs> oh, I should have said, dang it. I'm sorry. This is a bad start. This is a really bad start. I'm so sorry. Cameron has never. Dude, I've been saying that lately. I said that with my family on Thanksgiving. Like, Are you serious? I don't know why. That's just like, I just have been saying it and I need to really stop. Well, you know, it probably started with the with hot dogs. I bet. Honestly. And you know how people <laughs> get with hot dogs. They Dude. just turn into freaking I act up for sure. Gutter gutter minds. Gutter minds. I, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, uh Cameron's never heard any of these. Nope. So I have because I compiled all of them into one document that I'm going to read from today. But I didn't try to think too much about them because I genuinely wanted our interaction today to be brand new and fresh and spicy. Nice. That said, some of these though are very hot, very spicy, and I'm excited to dive in. I'm very intrigued. I have no idea what <laughs> I'm about to hear, experience. Well, I also want to preface another thing. Too. Okay. At the end of the day, one of the greatest things about cinema, and we've already talked about this, yep. is that art is subjective. And all of the videos, or videos, all of the episodes we've already done are entirely our opinion. It's right. not fact. We're not saying this is fact. We're saying this is definitely our opinion. This whole list is our opinion. Yeah. So number one, art is subjective, and I'm glad that we all disagree on certain things because it makes this more exciting. Yeah. How boring would it be if we all agreed? I know. You it know? wouldn't Come be on. fun. It'd be no spice. Nobody wants that. Everybody Nobody, wants spice. Everybody wants the spice. A little spice. A little spice. Number two, I wanted to preface and say, that we, whenever we made this list, I will just reiterate again, we hadn't rewatched all 50 of these before we made this list. Yeah. Um, so we had to go in this knowing, A, we're not going to be able to watch every horror movie in the world to be able to compile lists. We're just going to go off of the movies we've watched. And B, we're just going to have to move forward and try to remember the movies as best as we could because right. there was just no way. It would have taken us 10 years to even try to accomplish right. that. That said. Ditto. Let's dive in. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. All right. We're going to shout out everyone who left a hot take. Um, mm. It's our first one. So we got a handful. Maybe next time we'll get some more, but it's good enough content for the first one. And we're excited nonetheless. So we appreciate all the submissions. You guys are the best. All right. First one was a hot take actually overall on our podcast. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Um, which, okay, just hey. jumping right out there. Shoot <laughs> right me out of this spice. can. We're diving headfirst into Shoot me the out of spice. this can and let's go. Um, don't worry, guys. We have thick skin. <laughs> we're not crying. Not Good thing we're not videoing this so you can see us <laughs> cry. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, we, we love to know you guys. Follow us on TikTok. All right, so my buddy, 
college buddy. We were sweet mates. We watched a lot of crazy films together. He likes some wild films. Um, he he. I would say he is a film connoisseur. Okay. Uh, and uh, if to give you some context, some of his favorite films include, but are not limited to, uh, the killing of a sacred deer, uh, and the lobster, and uh, the lobster. annihilation is one of his as well. So interesting. Um, okay. Anyway, okay. His first comment overall, Nick Fleece is his name. Nicholas okay. Fleece. I think you guys are relying too much on whether a film is categorized as horror on Letterboxd or IMDb or not. There's no perfect science to what genre a film is. Also, those sites are based on TMDB, which anyone can add a genre to a movie. So it's not like it's what the archers think the genre of their film is, which is, in my opinion, the only reliable way to determine the genre of any art. Wow. I feel like I said that name, that word wrong. Auteurs? Otters? I love otters. (laughs) A-U-T-E-U-R-S. I'm exposing myself, Ralph. Dude, I've never heard that word. Okay, well. um, We're both illiterate, I guess. (laughs) Here's the thing. Cameron and I actually have talked about this a lot. Yes, this has been a huge behind-the-scenes discussion. We completely agree. And the, the thing is, we had to give ourselves a source of truth. Yeah. So we couldn't just look up every director and like find out what they said the genre of the film was or whatever. Right. So we were either going to pick IMDb. We had originally picked Google, yeah. um, whatever Google said. And then we had a few films on our list that didn't actually classify as horror on Google. Yeah. So we switched to Letterboxd. We actually only use Letterboxd. We don't use IMDb for genre. We only use Letterboxd. Yeah. Um, and the reason being... Not because we believe Letterbox is the source of truth. No. But it's because we wanted to give ourselves a source of truth. We needed some platform to tell us, or like at least serve as like, you know, bumpers. You know, we yes. got to stay in a certain lane. And the hardest part was psychological horror because yes. uh, that that was hard for so many reasons because there are different psychological like thrillers, yes. like Prisoners, for instance, yeah. Denis Villanueva's masterpiece. Like that's right. not necessarily a horror, but there's no guidelines on if it is or not. Right. And so that said, we were like, we have to give ourselves a source of truth. Yeah. There were so many discussions behind the scenes, like at dinners or over drinks, like, oh my gosh, well, this movie I feel like should be on the list, but we also have to abide by our source of truth. Yeah. So it was a super tough decision for us to make. Which led to us having to nix some films. Yeah. Um, Which was kind of sad, but again, we had to do that or we would have had no rules and no rules yeah. is worse to us. But completely agree. It's yeah. that's IMDB and Letterboxd are not the real sources of truth. We just used it for yes. our our film list. Um some lists don't have Jaws as a horror film. Yeah. Um, so that was a whole that was a whole thing, thing too. Because we believe Jaws is a horror film. <laughs> that's the hot Spicy. hot take for There's later. There's so many forums that argue Crazy. but I know. We're going to follow our hearts. Anyway, that's not what today is about. It's not about Jaws, but yeah, whatever. Great note though. Great note. His next, his next note was positive. Loving the show. Haven't listened to every episode, but the last three are the only three I've seen. So that makes sense. Okay. He also said that, which I had to look up how to say this word too, because it's an Italian word. I still don't know how to say it. Uh, he said, if there are no giallos on this film, on this list, I'm going to flip. Chew on that. I looked up what a giallo 
Jalo is? It's G-I-A-L-L-O-S. Jalos. Jalos. That's probably what it is. Jalos. Jalos. You have to use the hands. Jalos. It is, according to Wikipedia, which is always right, an Italian, well, most of the sources said this, an Italian cinema, Italian for yellow, apparently, is a genre of murder mystery fiction that often contains slasher, thriller, psychological horror, sexploitation, and less frequently supernatural horror elements. There are a few other films. Interesting. So I tried to look up like what are Jalo's films yeah. or whatever. Um, and I'm sure you've heard of Suspiria. Yeah. Suspiria is one of them. Oh, um, okay. But I guess it's more like for people who don't know what a Jalo's is. Jalo's. Uh, <laughs> that it is. I did this too. <laughs> Yell so up the hand. Is that it's probably what the what the mainstream people would say is a weird horror film. Okay, <laughs> so, gotcha. Just right. it's more experimental, probably sure. more surrealistic. Open the mind. Open the mind. Okay. Um, but he said, if they're not on the list, I'm going to flip chew on that. Chew on that. So um, we're gnawing on it right now. And uh, so uh, Nick, just considering we had to look up what it is. I, I think know, you can conclude. Don't kill us. Please don't kill us. Maybe we could do a list later of films from that little. And that's the thing is like, there are so many other films we wish we could have watched before the, yeah. for the making of this list. And of course, even after making this list, people have sent us films Yeah. that I'm like, man, I want to watch this. And I, I want to add this in. Me like too. When Evil Lurks is another film on our list that we really would like uh, to see yeah, that came out this that year one. that we haven't been able to watch yet. And so yeah. it's like, we can't really add it in. Yeah. However, we have talked about Doing an honorable mentions yes, episode sure. dedicated to the honor honor honoraries honors <laughs> to the honorables. <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough for overall. Only Nick sent overall ones. Okay, episode one, an episode American one. Werewolf in London, nineteen eighty nine. Our number fifty, so pick. good, so good. We only had one submission for this, and that's okay because okay. this is not out of all the films we've probably re- reviewed. This is probably the least watched. Yeah, um, probably from our community. Okay. This was from my one and only mother, Ugh. Deanna Ragsdale. Shout out. Shout out to Mama Ragsdale. Love Rags. you to death. All right. She said, I haven't seen this film, okay, <laughs> but enjoyed the educational aspect of learning about the makeup artist slash new Oscar for it slash the thriller video um, and how Michael Jackson hired, yeah. hired the makeup artist. Honestly, so, in the past, yeah. I mean, in terms of little fun facts about the films that one's one of my favorites because yeah. it's just so like Thriller is so mainstream and it's so big so it's just a crazy connection well it's crazy because Thriller is probably way more well known than oh, American Werewolf sure. in London yeah. so um, yeah yeah he got his hands on both no very impressive great note Mama Rags Mama Rags alright moving on episode 2 Orphan 2009 yep. our number 49 top pick okay Another one from Mama Rags. She commented on every film, so we'll have oh, a comment from, from her. Sweetheart, man. Um, she's a sweetheart. So she said she agrees with the backlash from the adoption community. Oh, yeah. And of course, you know, my family's involved in sure. foster care. Uh, and, uh, you know. Yeah, I forgot about that controversy. That was a big part of it. Pretty wild controversy. And hey, at the end of the day, like, you know, we did talk about it on the episode. Yeah. But things that are so pure like that, I mean, maybe just don't, touch them <laughs> yeah it's it's hard to go there sometimes in a tasteful and i was trying to think you know because we had originally said like horror is horror right right um but at the end of the day stuff like that like you know i think that you could have probably taken it a different way and gotten yeah. across the same plot or i don't know yeah i get that 
the next one from our lovely friend, Joshua Moore. Ah, (laughs) you son of a biscuit. (laughs) Oh, Josh. Okay. He sent us a little paragraph, so I'm going to read it. Okay. Quote Josh. I don't know if this is a hot take, but more of a comment. But even though I enjoyed this movie when it came out, I feel like the only reason it had a real chance is because they made the dad such an idiot. I feel as though it was just lazy writing. You put any other dad in the situation, they're realizing the issue in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Without Orphan, life is going okay. With Orphan in the picture, things start going bad. Boom, case solved. Plus, I'm pretty sure y'all already talked about this in the episode. So, yeah, he's just saying the dad is such an idiot. And we already talked about that. But he was saying that was all for the sake of the plot, which hurts the credibility of the movie. For sure. Yeah, he's kind of just reiterating... I mean, because that's a point oh we really drove into the it's ground. It's like our least favorite part of the film. For sure. He is a terrible character. Very unrealistic. A goose, one a, might say. A goose. Complete goose. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it definitely strips away a little bit from the film. Yeah. Man. We agree with you, Josh. Nice hot one. You're a hot one. You're a hot one, baby. Josh. <laughs> one of these days we'll have Josh on an episode. That's going to be amazing. All right. Episode three. The Cabin in the Woods, 2011. A sleeper. A sleeper. Our number 48 pick. Another one from Josh. The quote, tequila is my lady. (laughs) Maybe in the top five most perfectly timed lines in movie history. Come at me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember that scene. What is that from? Uh, I know, obviously, it's in the Whenever he's like, like, no, it's perfect because he's talking about how he feels so bad for the virgin. Oh, he's like, yeah, I just... I'm starting to feel a little bad about, you know, how she's going through all this. And then oh, they come in a- with the tequila and he's like, oh, tequila, yes, yes. my lady. That part was astounding. It's so I'll throw good. in the clip. In the, okay, yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. That's so. a great, great. It's just the timing. Yeah, it, it just cannot <sighs> just, be better. Because it know, just completely strips away from the humanity you see in them. Yes. And they don't really, you know, show that very often. But they're finally showing this kind of internal struggle just slice through it with some tequila and it's so the best. Funny. It's so funny. Uh, very quotable line. Very too. quotable. So. I'm actually rooting for this girl. She's got so much heart. You think of all the pain and the... Tequila is my lady! My lady! Come on in, guys. Come on in. Come on in. You're welcome. Tequila from darkness. There is light. Tequila is my lady. Thanks, Josh, for that submission. Another one from Mama Rags. She said, I haven't seen this one and probably won't, but I absolutely hate it when somebody dies in the scary film and their friends act like nothing happened or are laughing and making jokes in the next scene. Mm. Not realistic. Sounds like a definite hot take when the girl is getting tortured in this one and that happened. Yeah. Um, Which we did talk about, you know, the context of that scene specifically, I think is for that point. Right. Um, Because... They're just showing how brutal they're being and how yes. unrealistic it is. Yeah. Um, because she's getting tortured in the background while they're all like talking and cheering and ignoring Party. it. Yeah. So also a great scene. That whole <laughs> back office, whatever you want to call it, there it like makes the film so interesting. Oh my gosh. And it's so entertaining to watch yeah. them react to things. hundred percent. Oh, yeah, that's funny. All right. Next film, episode four, Good Night Mommy 2014, our number 47 top pick. Okay. From Mama Rags, she said, would those boys slash boy treat and torture any woman like that, even if not their mom? Mm. 
So she was pointing out that even if it wasn't their mom, like would they also right. just torture somebody like that? Maybe I mean it could be a springboard into their spree of psyche torture and killing. Maybe yeah. they start with their mom and who's to say they don't wait, why am I so blinking? The boy so the the brother who's not actually alive yeah. or real, he is the one kind of egging all of it right, on. Yeah. So I would say that, you know, he's probably just he's lost deranged. a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's yeah. I'm gonna I was trying to think though at the end. He doesn't die. I know the house burns down. Yeah. He doesn't die. Okay. So yeah. I mean, he's obviously going to get busted there, but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Who's to say he doesn't go on and continuing to be a little menace to society with his dead brother in his ear. And now his dead mom in his ear too. Yeah. Oh, true. True. Um, And then this wasn't actually a submission, but this was something Cooper Clark, Mr. Uh, Cooper slid up on our story. I've been waiting for this name. Um, All he said for a different title of the film. Okay. Was good morning, daddy. Love it. Love Instead the word of good night, mommy. Yeah. Throw so, it in there. Why not? I think that that was a much better title for the yeah, film. I agree. Throw <laughs> it in there. <laughs> Anytime we can get daddy in there, we just go. No, for I it. agree. Uh, <laughs> totally agree. All right. Number, number uh, episode five, American Psycho 2000. Okay. Our number 46 top horror pick. Yep. We had a submission on Instagram from at T Wilder version. Okay. Saying American Psycho is overrated considering the storyline of the plot. Obviously, it's because of Bale's performance and the quote unquote routine, but it is definitely not counted as the greatest film of all time. Wow. Okay. Obviously, disagree because it's in our top 50. I, it's tough. I get kind of because some people do say, like, I've, there's actually a guy who I really like who reviews movies and I always love to hear his thoughts on things, but yeah. his number one movie of all time is American Psycho. Really? Yeah. So, so some so, people do say it's the best. I was going to say, so we agree with her that it's not the best. It's not the of best of all time. Yeah. But I don't know if I would say it's, it's overrated either though. Cause it's, I mean, yeah. I have it. I mean, I we have it, it on our list. So yeah. We don't I think enjoy it's it. I don't think it's overrated, but I definitely agree that it's not the best of all time. So yeah. obviously, cause it's not in our so, top 10. This depends though on because she said, considering the storyline of the plot. So she obviously doesn't like the plot. Okay. But this depends on what we talked about with the directors and yeah. what she came out and said. Because I agreed with what we were talking about, how that was really stupid. Sure. Yeah. Um, if it actually all did happen. Yeah. Um, however, I think it's a good film if it didn't happen. Yeah. I agree. I think... Gosh, I just hate that the director even like I know said that Stay because the film is so good. The press, if nothing happened, like if it was like in his head and he is psychotic and just making stuff up, a little Delulu, you know. Mm-hmm. But her coming out and being like, "No, it it all happened." It just shows that I was like, "Okay, well then that's kind of dumb." Yeah. So I get that, but I mean, basically, she's saying his performance in the routine is like iconic and that's yeah, the reason for sure. the film is what it his is. His performance but was the... It's so good. Yeah, best part of the film. Totally sure. agree. So definitely a lot to unpack there, but yeah, we understand it's not the best film of all time. All right, next one, Mama Rags. How in the world did this rule not hurt Bale's career? What a gutsy move. Mm, okay. um, which we talked about this because people told him it would. It's a career-ending role. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't. And I honestly think it's because of his performance. If he yeah. hadn't performed like that, I think people would have... Because it became iconic. Yeah. That's right. the only reason. Obviously, he's twisted and deranged and like perverted and gross. But like right. he 
bodies that role so well. Say, he stepped into those shoes and just ran. Yeah. It's, I mean, he is convincing for sure. Yeah. But I, I, I would say a lot of it's because of his charm and a lot of it's because of uh, that morning routine. Yes, <laughs> so. for sure. Next episode, episode six, As Above, So Below, 2014. As Our number bar. 45 top pick. <laughs> Sorry. Sar Valar. As a barf. Sar I say that all the time now and my wife hates me. So. I know, same. That's all we talk like nowadays. Yeah, it's when we, we turn are. the cameras off. It's <laughs> yeah. Gosh, okay. so funny. What do we have? All right. From Amarax. I haven't seen this one yet, but based on the review, the music you liked with it, and that it's based on Dante's Inferno, this is one I'd like to see now. It sounds like a hot take that Scarlet not dressing appropriately for their adventure is a huge misstep. Okay. So, Fair enough. We agree with that. And then she said she loves the movie poster. And I think uh, we did comment how we yeah, really liked it. Yeah, the poster's so. really interesting. Totally agree. Very striking with the red. And okay. then a uh, hot take submitted on Instagram from Jacob W. Curran, C-U-R-R-I-N, says, something about a found footage is the scariest to me, and this one is a close second. Ooh. So, okay. not like bad. close second, best I'm assuming film? best found footage film. I wonder what number one is. Probably, Probably Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Or Paranormal Activity, maybe. I don't know. I don't Depends know. what you what he's into. It's so tough because I and I know Paranormal Activity is technically found footage, but I just don't even classify it it's as like, found footage. Yeah, it's just like security footage. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. it's like it's a different not found footage realm you know? because it's not. I feel like Blair Witch is the crown jewel. So yeah, agreed. I hope that's what you're referencing. If not, I'm gonna come for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. I mean, we talked about how it is. It's wildly. Yeah, you know. It's better as a found footage film, which yeah. is, Pretty I mean, wild. no one probably agrees with that one because mm-hmm. most people completely hate found footage films. And I get it. There's some really bad ones, yeah. but I don't know. I think this one works. I agree. All right. Episode seven, Split 2018, mm. our number 44 top pick. Okay. So this one in Us had the most submissions. Okay. Um, uh, I each having that. Each having 400,000. Oh, wow. So we're going to be here for a few hours. So we're going to be here for a little bit. Our global community is just it's bursting at booming, the seams. It's It's crazy. Just kidding. Uh, we have three, so. Okay. I actually have one from this one, too. Oh. That, well, I remember somebody being pissed about that okay, comment, sick. but. Hey, humble beginnings. Humble for beginnings. For the chambers, you know. All right. From the lovely Nick Fleece. Ah, ha, ha. He's back. Nicholas is back. He's back. Uh, and with, out, out for blood, one might say. Out for blood. Um, split, question mark, trash movie. <laughs> There's absolutely no subtlety in this film at all. But the hottest take is that James McAvoy's performance is just fine. Mm. Wow. Maybe it's the writing and not him, but I found most of the characters he would play to be pretty laughable. Okay. All right. So, you know. All right. I'm gnawing on it again. I'm I'm chewing on this one. I'll, and uh, you know, we will chew. I it's not a perfect movie. It's actually what one thing I noticed and reflected on is when I watched it back in 2016, I did not I feel like have as much experience or, you know, not that I'm like this all-knowing film critic now, but now you are the Oracle Delphi. Now I <laughs> know everything. But back then it was like I saw it kind of almost with like rose-colored lenses. You know, like it was so good. Yeah. Now Lavi I rewatch rose. it. What's that? Lavi and Rose. <laughs> Lavi and Rose. <laughs> but now I watch it and it's still good, 
it's not as good as I thought it was back in 2016. Yeah. That said, I do think James McAvoy kind of ate that role. Like he's he's kind of it's just hard to switch between like that and playing different characters. I mean, it would be really fun, but it could be hard. So I, I just know. think the best scene in the whole film is him switching between characters yes. in and out whenever they all try to come to the spotlight. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I didn't find him laughable, but hey, I, I get, you know, yeah, I sure. definitely agree with the film though because the first time we probably both had seen it was whenever it came out. Yeah. Years. So like I had a completely different time watching it the second mo- yeah, second time. Definitely. Um, Almost to the point of we may have not even put it in the top 50. Yeah. But I think that, you know, James McAvoy's performance is Yeah, great, it's so. redeemable. And going back to what we said earlier, we couldn't watch all these films before. Yeah. So if we had watched it before, I don't know if it would have made top 50. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. But How hey, you know, say? I don't know. we will take what you say, Nick, and we will chew on it. Get it tattooed um, on our backs. You didn't like Split. All right. Mama Rex. She said, I agree with the hot take of not getting out of the car and the locker scene. Yeah. She completely agrees that those are just both stupid, didn't make any sense. Yeah. A lot of things didn't make any sense with this film. For um, sure. She also said, probably a sore spot with the mental health community, especially since he killed his therapist. That part really disturbed me. Uh, I didn't even think about that specifically. Right. Because we talked about the mental health stuff and how we were like going back and forth and we didn't yeah. really, we felt like we couldn't really say anything. I didn't even really think about how he does kill his own therapist. Yeah. That's an interesting angle that I did not really consider. Yeah. And that makes sense that it really disturbed sure. you the most. So I agree with that. I think that, that part could have easily been left out of the film. Yeah. Okay. So she also said, I love the twist that it's all in the zoo cages. So yeah. I agree with us. And then our last submission from Macy French Webb on Instagram. She said, good movie, possible harmful undertones. So yeah, kind of continuing that narration the thread of the backlash it got within the mental health you know space um definitely which is a really yeah it's a tough line to to walk and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with orphan i mean anything that's like really sensitive subject like yeah you're just opening yourself up for backlash if you're gonna do it you just have to make sure you're being like tasteful tasteful. and like very considerate about how it could affect people. Yeah. I feel like sometimes they just are like, Oh, I'm just going to run with it because it's a horror film and I can do whatever I want. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're not immune to backlash. So yeah, just got to think about these things. No, we agree with you guys. We understand. Oh, mine from that one though. I remember, I don't even remember how it got brought up. I don't know. And I'm trying to now think like, was it in this episode? I'm pretty sure it was, (laughs) but we brought up, I got some backlash for this one in terms of hot takes we've had. Okay. I had said something about Stranger Things and we started (laughs) talking about. (laughs) Oh, I know what you're about to say about Sadie, how she should have died. How in writing, yes. And how everyone else who doesn't think that is wrong. Exactly. I think though, I, yeah, I got some texts when that one dropped because people love Max in Stranger Things. Max, sorry, not Sadie. Well, Sadie's character, Max. But I'm going to stand with it. I'm standing with it because when you don't kill anybody off, I feel like that's just weak. Be a man. Say it with your chest. Yeah. That was problematic. Man or very strong woman. Every. Everybody. Everyone. (laughs) But do it with your chest. You know, Stranger Things, they're, I think they just want to please their fan base. It's gotten kind of cringy. And I will stand by the fact that Max should be dead. 
Max should be dead. Max should be dead. That's going to be the... <laughs> Sorry, Stranger Things fans. That's going to be our clickbait. Yeah, that's or, the one. Or TikTok. That's funny. Um, <laughs> Max should die. The end. Moving on. Episode 8. Jeepers Creepers 2002, number 43 mm. out of 50. Josh Ooh. said... Welcome back. Welcome back, Josh. Joshua Moore stated, Instead of making it a brother and sister duo, I think having a brother duo could have brought more to the plate for this movie. Wow, so like two, two brothers. brothers. Interesting. Which I hadn't ever thought about that. No. So whenever he said, whenever I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a very interesting take. And now that changes my whole perspective. Sure, I'm trying to play the movie now in my head with two brothers instead of a brother and sister. I think it could have been more intense. Yeah, I could see that. I like the sister being in there because she brings a different, gosh, this has just sprung on me. I'm trying to like enunciate and figure out what I'm trying to say. I, I could definitely see that for sure. Does I, having a feminine character adds more yeah. you know, diversity to the But to the I get what he's saying. I, I could see the two brothers. That could definitely change it in different ways. But I think I'd, I'd probably stick with the brother-sister, but I could see two brothers. Yeah. I And also, it's tough too with this one because we were saying she was probably the weaker character. Out yeah, of the two. that's true. So if it was a different actress, it might have been different. Yeah, um, for sure. But we did have, oh, I didn't even t- talk about, we did have people who said- Oh, submitted their casting. They submitted their casting yep. selection for Jeepers Creepers, for those Best who don't know. brother-sister casting yes. for a horror film. We said, would you rather have Alex Wolf and Jenna Ortega as the brother and sister for Jeepers Creepers? Or to have William Poulter and Florence Pugh yeah. as the brother and sister. And most people said Alex, Wolf, and Jenna I was Ortega. surprised. I thought a lot of people would jump on the, the flow train mm-hmm. for sure. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of Jenna Ortega and Alex Wolf. So yeah. I agree. I think that's, that would be my pick as well. Yeah. And that's, I love, obviously, Florence Pugh is one of my favorite actresses ever. But I don't know, in the blood, like, blutter. In the blood or sister role, <laughs> in the brother sister role, I see Jenna and Alex. Agreed. Mama Rags also said, agreed that the creature needed anticipation like the first uh, alien. Oh, Ooh. like the first movie. Oh, alien. yes, for sure. Like she they said, showed too much. Yeah, showed the creature too much. We agreed. Also, she said, why would they go into the tunnel of bodies at the beginning? Call 911. <laughs> Very true. Very true. And then she said, she loves the use of the song with the eyes being the last and most sought after body part. Yeah. Ugh, that was a great part. Good call. Good call. Good call. We have a lot to unpack on this next one, actually, the most to unpack. Annihilation, episode really? nine. Oh, okay. Twenty eighteen. All right. Is your buddy Nick coming back in? Nick is back. Nick is back. <laughs> out for more fun. Here we go. Um, number forty two. This was our number forty two out of fifty. Yep. And I I actually made a note. I said, turns out her name is pronounced Lena, not Lena. And we said Lena the whole the episode. entire episode. So, so yeah. uh, we suck. Yep, that's fine. That's fine. All right, Nick Fleece, Annihilation? Question mark. Easily the best movie you've done so far. Now I agree that there are some weird decisions made by the characters. For instance, Lena going off on her own for no reason, having a lookout on the ground rather than in the watchtower, etc. But let's say that it's the Shimmer messing with their decision making, which he said is a lazy cop out. I know. One of the most brilliant details I don't think you mentioned is the Arobos tattoo. I don't know how to say that. Um, It's first seen on Lena during the flash forward interviews, but when she enters the shimmer, she doesn't have the tattoo and neither does anyone else on the team. 
the guy who gets his stomach cut open has the tattoo, and shortly after, Anya then has it. After Scream Bear gets Anya, Lena has the tattoo. Since the Lena in the flash forwards also has the tattoo, I believe it is the real Lena that makes it out, not the alien. Wow. So First of all, I'd like to say this guy is, he knows his big words because mm-hmm. he's hit us with some curveballs. <laughs> we don't, Jalos and Arobos wow. and Artur. The man. Artur. I'm intimidated now. I feel so stupid. So thanks, Nick. Yeah, wow. Uh, no, right. but I am glad he pointed that out because we didn't include that in the- I didn't even notice that, so. Pretty crazy. Look at us go. Thanks, Nick. But to be fair, th- he's a big Annihilation fan. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's got some some time and experience on us for that one. Yeah. Um, I, oh, easily best though of the ones we reviewed, I think I disagree with that one. But what is film? It's also tough because we're specifically targeting horror. Yes. So I agree that it's not the best horror film we reviewed. Yeah. Now, it's a completely different debate because at that point, you're opening it up for the best movie, which yeah. doesn't include genre yeah, you're confinement. And that's, t- that that's way, way too hard. Yeah. So to say it's the best out of all the films we've reviewed, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the best horror. It's not the scariest. Sure. Um, oh, I don't know. That's tough. I know. That's really It's hard. always tough, though, when someone feels a certain, like, I mean, I'm not going to say what it is, but like, there's a movie that I hold near and dear to my heart. And I saw that one of my friends uh, gave it a two and a half stars on Letterboxd and I wanted to cry. Yep. So, I, I mean, about. Nick, I'm with you. I feel you. When you love a film and other people just don't give it the respect or the credibility it deserves, it's, uh, it's a little painful. I so. will say, out of all the films we've reviewed, this is probably the most conceptually unique. Oh, for sure. That's, yeah. I think, yeah, without a doubt. It's very creative. It's very thought-provoking, mm-hmm. very detail-oriented. So... I, I could side with that for yeah. sure. And we did kind of rip into that one. <laughs> we ripped into it. For sure. We do every film, you know. So yeah. That's fine. And then Mama Rags also had a few notes. She actually ended up watching this for the first time what? since she knew we were going to cover it. Ugh. So she watched it. I think she started the episode and then she was like, I'm going to pause because I'm going to go watch it. So her and wow. my actually watched it together. That is amazing. I know. So two hot takes she agreed with while they were watching it. Number one, Jennifer Jason Lee was a dud in this role. Wow. Boring is what she said. Number two, keeping watch over the group in the tower from the ground was the worst strategy ever. So I that keeps me up at night. I know. The worst call. It just doesn't make any sense. Putting that in the movie just makes me angry. It's so stupid. <laughs> and I know maybe the shimmer is affecting their decision making, like Nick said. But, but that was set up before they got there. Oh, like true. that they didn't create that Gosh, post. It was just the so worst. it couldn't have been their decision. They were just like, oh, this is already here. We're it's an unforgivable this. element of the film yeah, for me. It's pretty <laughs> so tough. bad. Um, her next note, all women, question mark, only if Sigourney Weaver as Ripley was involved. Mm. If cancer metaphor, men do get cancer too. So that was a recipe for disaster. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, she said, going into the water when you have no idea what the creature just nabbed Josie was. Yeah. We talked about. I thought about that too. She also said, Lena goes off alone, like we talked about. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Uh, no reason for why they missed three to four days sleeping and agree with you that someone should have been killed or taken during that time. Just nothing happened. Yeah. But weird. That's a good point. Uh, she said, like you, why weren't more government agencies out there investigating this ginormous threat? Yeah. Yeah. We talked, we agree with all of this because we, yeah. we said all this. She said this screen bear was horrifying. 
Uh, she said the struggle with her alternate alien identity at the end was a definite climax. Yep. I felt she should have been more puzzled and horrified that if that was her husband who set off the grenade killing himself, then who in the world just came back to her home? So yeah. she brought up how she should have reacted differently. I could see that. Or more like, what am I seeing? Sure. Um, and then her last note, the cancer metaphor totally makes sense. Shimmer grows, morphs, individuals face it differently. Very original concept. I was definitely talking about it afterward, although not sure I liked it. Ooh, love that little like cliffhanger. I know. It's like, oh, wait, what did you think then? So she... I love that she wrote notes for that. That's so great. Because, <laughs> so many detailed notes. Yeah. Which a lot of those, I mean, we talked about. I, I yeah. completely agree. I mean, um, but I will say, I'll stick to it. Scream, the Scream Bear, oh. one of the most terrifying monsters ever created. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, that scene is... I, I mean, for me... Someone who's not like Nick may disagree, but like for me, that was the best scene in the entire film. It just was so good. It was so intense and it just like my eyes were glued yeah. and the sounds in it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Episode 10, the last episode. Wow. Us, 2019. Our number 41. Yep. We're about to get into the 30s, which is crazy. Gosh, that is so wild. We have three submissions. Okay. I will start with Mama Rags. Okay. And then I'll go into Nick Fleece's. Ah. And then I'll go into Caitlin Long. My sister. Cameron's very own sister. She had some words for me this weekend, so I I have a feeling I know what she said. We will end with her hot take because it's definitely the hottest take we have submitted. Oh, great. Um, All right. Mama Rag said, haven't seen this one, but I loved the music clips you played and might watch it now just for that. Mm, Just the music. She's a big music composition. Yeah, that's true. I would recommend. Yeah. We, we recommend. And then she said, sounds like some definite hot takes about Lupita being the only strong acting role and why the switch when she was a child and family not killed sooner. Also, yeah. interesting that the place isn't a mess and the rabbits provided all the sustenance they needed. Yeah. So just furthering our hot takes sure. about it. Yeah, things we talked about. Totally agree. Yeah, which we said, you know, Lupita... It was like she was the only one acting on set and yeah. committing, and everyone else was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. All right. Nick Fleece's. Um, oh, this guy's <laughs> going to come for us since it's right after Annihilation. Nick, I love you. Um, and I thank you for your wild submissions and your brain. Uh, us isn't terrible, he says, but there's no way it's top 50 material. Peel claims everything is intentional, but he clearly didn't think through the concept well enough for it to make sense. However, I think the ending is better than you guys give it credit for. You were saying, what was the point in all the tethers holding hands across America? That's exactly the point. Peel is commenting on how the original hands across America was a fruitless effort that did nothing to actually change society. Okay, you got me there. Yeah. That's true. Totally agree. Okay. I fall on my sword. Yeah. So that is the biggest point. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's a better ending than we, we gave it credit yeah. for. So. I do. So back to his top 50 comment, I will say this falls a little bit lower in the same category as split. Yep. In terms of when I watched it for the first time, when I was a young lad, yep. I thought it was incredible. I still think it's a good film. It would be it definitely a lot higher, lower, however you want to say it. It would be closer towards the 50 mark. And here's the thing. Because there's no way it's better than some of the films we reviewed. Yes. And to Nick's point, who has seen a lot of Jalos, um, he, like, I guarantee some of those are better. 
Oh yeah. Uh, so that's sure. that's so hard because we haven't seen some of those. And so yeah. whenever we do, you know, we've talked about how at the very end of all of this, Cameron and I are gonna make another list. Yeah. Um after having watched them all. List. Remastered list after dissecting all yeah. of them. And the cool thing is by then we will have watched other horror films. Yeah. So that definitely the list might be different. You know what I mean? And like some of the other lists we've talked about doing, which I can't spoil the next list, which is going to be so far away. But the next list we talked <laughs> 14 about- 14 years from now. This will not apply to every list, but horror, since it's such a broad genre, there's yeah. so many horror films we've seen throughout the years. But there are some lists that we plan to do later where we do know the films really well and can give like a solidified, I think, list before we even start. And it's hard to do genres. It's hard to do genres. We, we've talked about how our next list is probably going to be a specific director's films. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, or a type of film rather than Absolutely. a specific genre. So, well, horror, especially because, like, what scared me when I was, you know, 18 versus 25, or what I considered good acting when I was, you know, 12 versus now, like, it's just, well, in 20 There's years, so we'll, we'll probably things. change our mind again. You oh, know? yeah. I might listen to this podcast and be like, oh my God. What were we thinking? Yeah. Us is a terrible movie. So yeah. I don't know. So good comments. Yeah. Thank Nick. you, Nick. Thanks, Nick, for, for calling us out. On our BS. <laughs> All right. Last but certainly not least, Miss Caitlin Long. My Thank sister. you for your submission. I'm scared. Her first comment was, I'm blocking y'all after this episode. Um, <laughs> talking specifically about us. Okay. So you can tell she didn't agree with anything we had to say. Okay. Her, her one final comment. <laughs> oh, God. Us is the second best Peel movie, if not tied for Get Out. I'm <laughs> gotta clear my throat. <laughs> I will say I'm pleasantly surprised that it's not worse. I could have I gosh, you touched I can't say it was the best film of yes, all. Yes, I was really I was sweating a little bit. <laughs> uh it's still that's scorching. Get out is far superior in every way. Here's the thing. Her her biggest hot take is that it's potentially tied for get out. Yeah, that's now, her other hot take about it being the second best Peel movie, you're saying it's better than Nope. Oh, she for Which we sure. have other friends who, Kelsey LaCourse, yes. she commented on our post about this this uh, film saying that she thinks Us is way better than Nope. I think Nope is way better than Us. Yes. Like, it's almost like they're not even in the same category because, well, and we're... <sighs> Spoiler, if we already talked about us and we're saying Nope is better. I know. Stay tuned. Sur but Surprise. <laughs> I will say Nope was polarizing and I was surprised by that. Mm -hmm. Like when it came out, we, my wife and I saw it, I think two or three times in theaters. Not like intentionally. We saw it with like family and then we yeah. see it with friends, and, you know, whatever or vice versa. But we got some phone calls like after because we'd recommend it to people. Yeah. And then they would call us and be like, that was like terrible. Like it's a terrible movie. And Here's like, the thing. I've been thinking a lot about this because okay. it is very polarizing. And I was like, why? Yeah. You know? And I, I venture to say, and this is probably not, this is not a blanket statement, but out of all the reviews I've heard about people who like us more than Nope and their reasons for not even liking Nope. Is they're stupid. Is because they're <laughs> dumb idiots. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, that my wife is one of these people. So yeah, uh, <laughs> no, but she and most people don't like the monkey scene, the chimp scene. Yes. And I was like, why? And then it hit me like, 
out of all the three films that Jordan Peele has done, that scene is the most jarring and grotesque. Definitely. So yeah, Jordan Peele's films probably appeal to a lot of people who don't like (laughs) appeal. appeal. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just Um, probably like his like he probably has a niche audience within his global audience that is that is okay with grotesque imagery, but most of his audience probably isn't used to seeing stuff like that. So they're probably turned off to it and they're, they're like, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. But, but they're wrong. So they're wrong. I'm sorry. (laughs) Get out. Also get out is like undeniably his best film. Get out is undeniably the best film. Us has to sit in third place. It has to. Yeah. I, I don't know. Caitlin, I want to know why. You think yeah, that would be interesting. Best. We can follow up with this yeah. later. But I, I, I'm not going to dog on anybody because, like, hey, hey, art's subjective. It's, it's your favorite subjective, film. It's your favorite film. But, um, yeah, I got to disagree with you. I think, I think, nope and get out are, uh, are better. So, but it's okay, Caitlin. Just because you're wrong doesn't mean that we hate you. And I'm disowning you as my sister. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, we we actually saw um, Talk to Me with Caitlin at the theater oh, we not did. too long ago. Yeah, we did. So, yeah, she likes her horror films. She yeah, she's so. she's young. She's she hasn't had much experience, but she'll get there. She'll get there so, one day. Maybe yeah. she'll change her mind about us. We'll see. Maybe. Um, but we'll talk to her about her her why. <laughs> well, that wraps up our hot takes hallway episode. Man. This has been a different episode than we're used to because we yep. normally do obviously dissection of one film. This was just reading everyone's submitted hot takes. Yeah. And the next films are, they're going to get oh good. Oh my gosh. They're so only going to, the hot takes are only going to get spicier and spicier. For sure. Because, because now we're dissecting films that are like critically acclaimed. I do feel like out of like any, if you're going to jump in at any point, like the spot we're at right now, because there's a huge gap, I feel like from the movies we've reviewed oh, to yeah. the movies we're about to review. Because yes. these, I think- Even the next one. We're about the next to one I'm so excited for because I love it. And I know I undeniably love it. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of films that fit into that mold where it's like, okay, I feel good about this. Yeah. Because some of these other ones I haven't seen in forever and you're kind of at that the tail end of the list. So just stay tuned, everybody. Because these tuned. next ones, I, I feel pretty good about. Yeah, so. me too. Well, that is it for for Chamber of Chills Hot Takes Hallway episode. This is our 11th episode. And now we're diving into our freaking 30s. Well, first we have number 40. And then it goes into the 30s, but that's crazy. Yeah, that is so wild. And by the end of this 10, um, we will have completed 20 episodes, which is wild to think about. It's crazy. And then we're going to have another Hot Takes Hallway dedicated to the next 10 episodes. So get them ready. When you're listening, my advice, think of something you think is hot and just shoot it to us right then yep you know take notes we'll compile them over the next 10 we're interested so we are interested we do love them even if you guys disagree with us because again that's the most fun part of this whole thing is that we get to talk about film yeah um and we want to hear if you guys think we're stupid or if you're like (laughs) nick and you point out things we missed yeah uh so which happened twice on this one so that was great but we love you guys don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias we will be posting this as a video to TikTok, yep. which is exciting because we haven't done that yet. And we will continue to promote Hot Takes Hallway as a big segment of Chamber of Chills. But yes, sir. Till next time, don't forget to keep your hot takes spicy. Spicy. <laughs> spicy. Spicy. <laughs>
lady. 